Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. I think there's lots of rules around how you're meant to navigate technology yeah. and there's lots of like explaining of how you're meant to navigate yeah. technology. And I think the most creative outcome that you get with technology is when you approach it without having those sort of rules enforced upon you. Traveling New Zealand, featuring and celebrating amazing women in tech all across the North Island and South Island, I came across James with Werewolf, and man, was he helpful in connecting me to the women in tech community in order to enable me to empower these incredible women to move forward so just passionate about women in tech. My name is James Burns. I'm Chief Marketing Officer at Werewolf, the app for venture tourism operators. I've had the pleasure of working for a lot of really smart women, and uh, both in tech and outside of tech. And it's just generally been my experience over the last 20 years that there's not nearly enough women's voices in leadership roles in, in tech companies. And so I just think it's important that we have that sort of voice. Uh, myself, I have two young daughters who today are four and six. And I want to make sure that when they get to an age where they're ready to start their first company, that they have all the opportunity and support that they need. Werewolf makes it easy for adventure tourism operators, everything from skydiving companies and bungee operators to jet boating and rafting companies to go paperless, to handle the guests from arrival all the way through departure, um, check them in through a really beautiful custom-branded iPad app, ask them a lot of key questions, take that data to build a customer marketing database. Werewolf was recognized by Deloitte in their Fast 50 Awards for this year as the rising star one to watch. And as we move to the United States, it's really important that we continue to capitalize on the kind of growth that we've experienced over the last three years. And we're doubling, tripling the size of the company annually. Queenstown is the adventure capital of the world. Right, we have 150 plus adventure tourism operators just within a 10 minute drive of where we're sitting right now. Any activity you can think of you'd want to do, you can do it. Bungee jumping was invented here. Jet boating was invented here. I mean, there's so much that happens here. There's so much innovation around the adventure topic that we're really primed well to leverage that. And that's no better place for us to be based. Be sure to explore more about Werewolf at GetWerewolf.com. That's G-E-T-W-H-E-R-E-W-O-L-F.com. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast. We are here in Christchurch, New Zealand. Yes. And oh my gosh, this place is surprising me time and time again with all the cool places from right now. I'm sitting in Evil Genius, this amazing co-working space with a secret co-working entrance room like or door. It's just you it's, You go through an epic coffee shop and then you walk into this really, really cool underground I want to work here, co-working space. <laughs> then, and earlier we were at Epic Innovation, and then we were at Exchange. I mean, it just keeps going on and on. And then there's the Ministry of Awesome, I swear. For a, for a city that people are saying has been, like, ruined by the earthquake, it doesn't feel very ruined to me. It feels no. thriving and innovative. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. So go yeah. ahead and introduce yourself, Sarah, and tell us. Okay. Who are you and what do you <laughs> yeah, do? Yeah, totally. Um, my name's Sarah. Uh, I work for White Elephant Trust, which is a youth organization here in Christchurch. Um, basically, we just put on cool stuff for young people. Yeah. 
Tell us what's the cool stuff. Okay. So we have a bunch of different programs that we run. So, um, we have things like, uh, speed cubing clubs. We used to run lots of yoga classes. Uh, what else do we have? We have like, uh, open mic nights, uh, hip hop open mic nights and, uh, also, uh, poetry open mic nights as well. So yeah, there's heaps of just fun, cool stuff for young people to experience. How long themselves. have you been doing this? Um, I've been there here for about two years now. Yeah. And I just uh, have a role, my role as communications manager. Yeah. Um, so I kind of develop a lot of the strategy around how we communicate ourselves and our brand and things like that. Yeah. Now your love for technology started a long time ago. So yeah, let's 100%. dive in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, it's kind of fun to think about because I don't know if there was like one specific time in my life where you would pinpoint that, you know, it was just all of a sudden I was into technology. Right. I mean, I guess what if you t- if you take it one step back, I freaking love learning. Yeah. You know, I love learning and I love innovation. And my dad was always really into technology and like yeah. cool audiophile gear and stuff like that. <laughs> and then when I got a little bit older, I started making music. Yeah. And when I started making music, um, I started gravitating towards sounds that were electronic. Right. And that was probably what really sparked like my sort of deep love for um, for technology and I started to sort of um, learn about all of these instruments and sounds and where they came from and how to create them and then I got quite into learning about gear uh, and then I went and studied audio engineering at um, a school here in Christchurch and um, after that I ended up teaching um, like in London and like in Oxford and, and here in Christchurch, New Zealand um, music technology. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm sort of doing something a little bit different, but, um, that's kind of like, you know, the, the little journey of mine. Yeah. That nice. I've had technology. Yeah. And, and what would you say has been a challenge that was, um, that you didn't know if you could get past and then you successfully yeah. conquered it and okay. how? Well, I guess my immediate, like the thing that drove me to learn more about, like utilizing technology was my creative need to make things. Right. So I was really driven to make stuff, you know, yeah. and I, I had a sound and a feeling I wanted to create. And I, in order to do that, I needed to use things. Yeah. yeah. And so I, um, basic, that's what, that's what drove me to learn about technology. Like I, maybe I wouldn't necessarily have if I, hadn't had that drive to create things. And I'm still sort of doing that now in my, um, you know, I've, I've moved a little bit away from lecturing these days, but I'm still sort of doing, using technology to communicate. Yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of how it rolls for me. And, and what is it like now? Did you create the company mm. you have now? No, no, no. Uh, our company's been around for a while, like maybe 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so that's separate from yeah, yeah. your interest in tech, right? Yeah. Well, I'm a sort of do digital strategy kind of stuff here. So I'm using, um, you know, lots of social media and, and, you know, like I create websites and things like that. So, you know, still kind of merged together as I would what, say. Where do you really exercise your, your passion and love for the yeah. tech space? Where, where can I would say that? in my lecturing positions. So, um, you know, I've taught music technology and I've taught, uh, composition, um, as well. And, all of those, um, areas, uh, 
you know, f- truly focused on technology. And in fact, another thing that I um, that I did a couple of years back as well is I um, noticed there was a really um, uh, a gender discrepancy yeah. um, in the music world. And especially for myself, I had never collaborated with another woman who created music um, as a producer. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, this is a bit whack. Like, why is this happening? Like, yeah. surely women have the same accessibility um, to technology. Uh, what are the barriers that are occurring? Um, and so what I ended up doing was creating um, a, like a sort of course that was for um, an electronic music production for women. And then I took that around New Zealand and um, taught a whole bunch of women how to kind of get started with creating uh, electronic music, right? Uh, which was amazing. And I, I wanted to facilitate like a really sort of safe space for for women to be able to navigate technology in whatever freaking way they want because I think there's lots of rules around how you're meant to navigate technology and there's lots of like explaining of how you're meant to navigate technology and I think the most creative um, sort of outcome that you get with technology is when you approach it without having those sort of rules enforced upon you so I tried to enable a space where the technology was available and these were the basics, you know? Yeah, yeah. These are the basics of how you, like, turn this thing on, you know, how you, like, might want to use this thing, uh, but do do what you want with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a really creative space to be in, I think. How did you become a a professor on music tech? Mm, um, Well, just because I made music and then um, I studied audio engineering and then it just kind of happened. Yeah, I applied for a job in SA in Oxford in uh, the UK and I got it. And then I just was, yeah, like teaching, well, yeah, teaching lots of different subject matters in, in music departments, Can well, you, not just music tech. But. It's really rare that I hear about music tech. Can you educate us what yeah. that means? Where is all the technology within music? Cool. Well, it's a truckload of technology <laughs> music these days. I mean, I guess, you know, back back in the day, um, you know, pe- people would have been learning about, you know, um, you know, instruments or whatever. But, you know, today it's all about um, using your computer and using uh, audio, digital audio um, workstations to create uh, music. So you basically, um, you know, use a bunch of software uh most people do these days uh, and to create music and there's, it's quite complicated and it's um, yeah, like a lot to learn. And so that's essentially, you know, what I've been teaching, but there's also lots of different hardwares as well that you can use, you know, obviously like synthesizers and, you know, um, effects units and, and, and mixes and things yeah. like that. And then you got to stick them all together and make them work. And then, you know, you've got to like get used to how to do all of these things. There's, yeah, I mean, it's quite an infinite space, really. And how do you continue your learning? I mean, you are the teacher, so how yeah. does the teacher learn? Ah, man, I'm just, I'm really interested in learning. I think I'm really driven by learning. So for me, it's quite a natural position to be in. And I kind of quite active in um, in, in learning. So, but again, I think I'll probably come to, back to that main theme of like, um, you know, learning or wanting to create drives my need for technology and so for me I'm like oh you know that's this this is a cool idea that I have that I want to do how can I make that happen and then often that's led me to knowing a piece of equipment like inside out until I get my desired outcome um and that is usually what drives me and it's interesting because lots of people are driven 
in different ways. And I think lots of people are really engaged with just technology and they in love with technology. Yeah. And so they just learn it, you know, and they like get a new thing, a new piece of gear, a new whatever. Right. But for me, it's kind of always been the opposite. It's like, how can I use that thing to activate my idea. What do you what do you think about the startup culture here in Christchurch? It's pretty amazing. I think it's really cool and I think it's really um like it's got a nice sort of like juxtaposition maybe isn't the right word but a nice kind of um expression I think of the space that Christchurch is in. Yeah. Because of the earthquakes and because everything's like been um a little broken yeah. that, you know, from that space, you open up a lot of opportunity for innovation and newness. Totally. And, yeah. Entrepreneurship and things been, like that. I've been telling people it feels like, um, America's Detroit. Yeah. Cool. I've not been to Detroit, but I yeah, haven't either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But my, my impre- <laughs> I want to go to yeah. Detroit, but my yeah. impression of Detroit is kind of like, a community that really rallies behind a city and believes in it and is yeah. now focused on innovation okay. and art in yeah. order to yeah. make yeah. A, th- a city that once thrived, strong, yeah. thrive again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, awesome. Well, it's cool that it has a familiarity. Does it sound familiar? Yeah, is that yeah, different reckon, for yeah, you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've, I've been really surprised how how much I really like it here. Yeah. And cool. how creative you guys are. yeah. Have you been to the, I've talked about this in every episode, so I'm <laughs> sorry, you guys. Have you been to the the comic cafe in Littleton? The cafe. It's like a comic book cafe. No. I don't know what it's exactly a, the name weird. of it. I wish I did, but it's like a comic book cafe. No, it has comic books not. everywhere and yeah. it's so dope. Oh, and they have cool. a garden upstairs. Oh, wow. You have to go. Okay. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It has the same vibe <laughs> as today. here. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> One last thing I want to touch base on, and we were talking about this a little bit before Mm -hmm. the interview started, is the kind of way of life in New Zealand is to prioritize Mm -hmm. personal time. Mm -hmm. The way of life in America is to kill yourself overworking. (laughs) I don't both. I mean, I definitely don't think the American way is the best way, but like then in the New Zealand way, I wonder, I genuinely wonder how, where does the hustle meet the P like, just mm. the peace and the boundaries. There's definitely hustle in New Zealand, 100%. And people do do hustle quite hard. But there's not that expectation. Well, it depends on the area that you work in and the jobs that you work in. You know, like, um, you know, I have family members who, you know, like are on call at all stages and they'd have to come into, go into work at any yeah. point and things like that. But, um, I, yeah, I mean, it's just culturally different. Yeah. Um, it, 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 like... Uh, it's, it's tricky for me to explain because I'm a New Zealander, but you know, I've lived in London and things like that. And I've seen the hustle, you know, there and it's yeah. like fast and London is super hustle. Oh God. It's like so intense, but um, yeah, I, I don't know how to really explain it. I mean, I think people do work hard and, um, but there is a culture of like relaxed. Yes. Yeah. Of, just chill. You know, people wear chill clothes. Yeah. You know, like people turn up to work in their like jandals. I know what you guys call well, those that's flip cool. Flip-flops. Yeah. yeah. But I'm down with that. <laughs> you know, I barely like, get dressed every day. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, cool. Like everything's fine. Um Yeah. But you know, I wouldn't say that the people that I know don't work really hard, you know. Yeah. It's just it's different. It's different, culturally different. And people I think a real there's a real culture sh- shift as well of 
self-care. There is a culture shift um, of self-care. Yeah, and I think that's happening kind of globally as well. And, and I think that's really important. I think we are more effective as workers when we take care of ourselves. That's so true. You know, we're not just like working, 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 and like exhausted and we can't like yeah. do anything, you know? Yeah. I had someone get – um I don't know if aggressive is the right word, yeah. but very, very stern with me that, yeah. that I work too much and I will understand yeah, yeah. that after yeah. five o'clock, forget it and on weekends. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Like I've been up since yeah, two yeah, in the morning yeah, working yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, even wow. imagine how's everything going to get done if I like stop working <laughs> at five. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if anything does get done, yeah, (laughs) to be honest. You're like, I'm so peaceful that it just happens with fluidity (laughs) and ease. (laughs) Yeah, I just go to my yoga class straight after work. (laughs) You probably do. (laughs) Well, something along the lines of that, I go to the gym. That's so funny. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. Is there anything else you wanted to share before we start to wrap it up? No, I'm all good, yeah. How can people find you? Oh, um, people can find White Elephant Trust um, on the internet. It's www.whiteelephanttrust.org.nz. Uh, and and what's and do you have an email? Or are you on social? Um, yeah, I've got an email, Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at we.org.nz. And, uh, and what is the we.org.nz? We is like um, an acronym for White Elephant. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, so it's yeah. still so the we, same thing. We managed to get our URL like as super early. And so now we've got like this URL that's like two, you know, two letters. It's, like, it's what amazing. What the hell even is that? Yeah, it's Whoa. awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for hanging out with no the problem. Women in Tech podcast. It's been rad being here. I can't oh, wait thanks. to meet yeah. all the, the women to come. And yeah. it's just tell, you know what? Before we go, tell us about Evil Genius. Oh, Evil Genius. Um, this is a super great, uh, you know, co-working space that I hang out with, ha- ha- hang out in. Um, I haven't like had a lot to do with, you know, how it was created or anything, but their kind of a general ethos is kind of um, creating a space that um, uh, kind of challenges the status quo, you know. So, yeah, they're cool. It's a really nice environment, super warm, supportive and fun. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And it does feel that way. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's like a little family. It's really yeah. nice. It's so nice. Yeah. I love the secret door. I know. The so cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I still have trouble with it though. Sometimes I'm like, ah, how do I get out of here? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. If you guys want to say hello, go to at Women in Tech Show on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, or go to womenintechvip.com to check out the Facebook group where you can connect with all sorts of other amazing women in tech around the world. I will talk to you guys. See you guys. Hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you, the community. 
to support women in tech. If you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.